Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place, so for half an hour every week, we try to make it a little nicer on this show by playing a game with a guest who is guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. I assign them points as we play games based on how much they cheer me up, and the winner, as always, wins a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice. At the end, the winner and I give pep talks to people or groups that we think really need it at the moment, because it's not all about me here, it's just mostly about me. This week, the contestant is two people, or the contestants are one team. However you want to understand that, it's fine. We have two guests playing together in sync, uh, and I'm so excited. One of my guests today is the creator and star of the show Difficult People. The other is the creator and host of the legendary program, The Best Show. Together, they host the podcast Double Threat. I am so excited to welcome to the podcast Julie Klausner and Tom Sharpling. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Of course. Hi, Josh. Hi, Thank you. I I love your podcast and your individual work, and I'm just delighted you're here. Well, we're excited to be here with you. Thank you. How are you holding up lately? Not great, Josh! (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing awesome. Wow. Okay. So answers are running the gamut, which I respect. I like that you can work together and still have your separate points of view. Uh Uh-huh. Julie? guess what? What's that? I'm not doing awesome. (laughs) And I'm doing fantastic. Oh, geez. You, At failing. Oh, no. This is a roller coaster for me, a person who is easily emotionally manipulated. Today's game is called Worst Things First. Tom and Julie, on your podcast, Double Threat, you roast and discuss the worst decisions, biggest douchebags, and otherwise just things that suck shit every week. Uh, you're experts in pointing out what's bad and why, hilariously. But in today's game... You will help me avoid making common mistakes and wasting my time with garbage art and people. I will rate your answers based on creativity, accuracy, and most importantly, how much they delight me. Julie and Tom, are you ready to play Worst Things First? Yes! Yes! First question. What is the worst attraction or cultural institution in New York City? Our cops ain't great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah. I think that's fair. They um like, New York's yikes yikesist. <laughs> uh, that's what the stroke song was originally <laughs> called. New York's yikesist. Yeah. Man, I'm still I'm still nervous for the strokes with that song. I know. I don't know. <laughs> Which song? When they had that song, New York City Cops. <laughs> they ain't so hot. It's like, you guys sure you want to Go there? <laughs> They're they not so awesome. hot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's what that's a real thing? Yeah, they pulled they pulled it off of their first album because the album came out right at After uh, 9-11. 9/11. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And everyone was like, those cops are hot. They're all hot. And Giuliani's hot. Kiss his face. Kiss his Kiss face. Kiss him. Yeah. Tell him he's handsome. Kiss his face, tell him he's handsome, and then peel off a layer and keep it. <laughs> yeah. Use it as a billfold. <laughs> Keep your money in a layer of Rudy Giuliani's face. The cops are wonderful. That's funny that that was like their edgy song. That's like Andy Borowitz being like, <laughs> um, uh, this uh, latest headline, Trump's brain, uh, a, a vacant, there's a vacancy. Uh, here's a funny take I have about, like, the world is literally uh, on fire and Andy Borowitz yeah. is like, hey, here's one. Mm-hmm. 
nothing better than when like everything is literally and figuratively on fire that somebody will write something about where uh, Trump weighs in on the chicken sandwich war, whether <laughs> 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 it's Popeyes or Chick Fil A, like. And then expect everybody to be like, this will make everybody laugh and it'll make them think, but it'll make them laugh. But like, did that even work during like the Clinton? You know no, what I mean? Like, was- it never works. <laughs> bad is bad. That answer of the worst cultural institution or attraction in New York City being the NYPD is worth 50 points in honor of 5 uh, That's 50 points for your first answer. You're off to a great start. Next question. What is a legendary, long-running television show that I should not waste my time binge-watching no matter how long quarantine runs? The news. (laughs) Andy Borowitz, are you on this podcast? I would probably say, um, I think the least satisfying show I binged ever in my life was uh, Sons of Anarchy. What about it was unsatisfied? Because it was was so aggressively stupid (laughs) and... I knew it was stupid, but I was it was almost like a stupid off where I was just like, I'm not going to leave here until you guys stop getting, <laughs> until you start getting less stupid. And they're like, we're just going to get dumber. And I was like, oh, yeah? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and then finally I'm like, okay, I'm out. I can't, like four seasons in. I was like, I thought you got you to win. the end. Didn't you no, I didn't. I never it? got to the end. I just did start watching Power finally, and I'm kind of into it. What's Power. Is that Kelsey Grammer? 50 Cent created a show for stars. Okay. That is huge. It is? There are two spinoffs happening and there are more coming. Wasn't he the guy who bought like a whole row of tickets in the front row of... Funniest thing ever to Jaw Rule. Do you know about this, Josh? Yeah. I love it. Maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard. Tell me again. Josh, you can tell it. You, he bought all these, he was in a feud with Ja Rule, right? And like bought out a whole section of Ja Rule's live show. <laughs> and Ja Rule was like sick, sold out. And then no one was there because 50 Cent bought all the tickets. Yeah. Funniest thing. Just so he could come out and like be psyched out by like an empty theater. <laughs> it rules. It's so fun. I like that, that, that rappers now, they're just pranking each other. <laughs> yeah. I just listened to 50 Cent's audiobook and it's, the greatest, and a good portion of it is him ex- him realizing that Mike Pence sucks. <laughs> it's just like it's really a weird book. Um, I loved it. He's like, although both of us have money in our names. <laughs> That's true, yes. Oh, my God. But he thought they were sent- related. <laughs> he was like, he's the British me. <laughs> he's 50 pence. And he's just like, wait, you're you're Pence? Like he meets him? Huh, okay. Oh no, this guy sucks. Yeah. That is a terrific answer, and it's worth nine points. One for each time 50 Cent has been shot. There you go. What, what's the answer? What was the question? I don't remember. Uh, no question, one knows. The question was, what TV show should I not watch? Oh, right, And the right, answers right. were Sons of Anarchy and The News. news. <laughs> but you have to say it. The News? The News? <laughs> It's kind of this season's hot comedy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. What is a gift that I might consider getting a family member for Hanukkah this year, but I should not? A horse (laughs) is a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. 
Because it you have to get all the accessories, and that's going to take more than eight nights. Right, 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 right. The first night, you'd be like, here's a saddle. And they'll be like, well, where is he sleeping? Be like, uh, uh, uh. Second night, here's an apple. It's like, where is he sleeping? Well, also, they'd be like, the first, you'd be like, here's the saddle. And my dad would be like, did you get us a horse? Yeah, that, that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Josh. And I would be like, wait till night eight. That's when the big <laughs> gift comes. Now, I, uh, I am not one of the chosen people. Unfortunately, so I can't experience. Yes. I can't relate to yes. this. Did yes, you, I'm still holding out for I know you're pushing. You're pushing for I'm not it. Push. I'm not push. I, I you're just push. waiting. I'm hoping. Not pushing, just hoping. In in your respective homes, did you start big on one and and wind down by eight, or was it a ramp up to where eight was just like I cannot big. wait till tomorrow. Like like where you start with the socks, because that because if it was a horse, you'd start with an apple. Well, that's. Yeah, that's great. And every day there's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good because an apple doesn't give away horse the way a saddle no. does. On like night five when suddenly you get the saddle, <laughs> then you're just like, oh my God, I can't handle this. <laughs> I'm going to get a horse in three days. Three days Where out from a horse. It? Yeah, where is the horse? Right now. <laughs> so that's bed. night five. What? When do you get the stable? Like, I'm still concerned about the quarters. Mm-hmm. That is a reasonable concern. But do you picture like a father who didn't pull the trigger on the horse yet, <laughs> and is like scrambling to buy a horse real fast, <laughs> being like, it's like night six, and he's like, I got a day and a half to find a horse. <laughs> or the horse is like in Vermont. Yeah. He's I like, go oh, he missed his horse. train again. Yeah. When's the next train? What do you mean you didn't deliver the horse? <laughs> like he's like arguing on the phone in the hallway. Next week. Da- no, Daddy, that's not. Daddy, who are you talking to? Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just trying to sort some, some work stuff out here. So okay. when are you going to get me this horse? <laughs> Dad, this isn't a horse. This is a really tall dog. I know the difference. Yeah. And then you're just like. I got to drive up to Vermont and pick up a horse. <laughs> do, have you, do you even know how to hitch a trailer to your Ford no, Taurus? No, I don't. <laughs> I guess I'm going to learn. Guys at Enterprise trying to explain exactly what he needs. Do you rent? Because I live in Manhattan. I don't have a car. I can barely drive. But I also now need to drive a horse trailer. Why? Okay, you know how the biggest present comes on the eighth night of Hanukkah? Well, no, that, that's when he says horse Nika, and that's when we realized that he thought it was a horse holiday. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy at Enterprise was like, oh, boy. And I just want to say, I rode a horse for the very first time last week. Really? That's awesome. I did. Yeah. I loved it. That's awesome. It was like, what was the horse's name? Buckley. Bug Bugley? <laughs> no, Buckley. <laughs> Bug Buckley, <laughs> intrepid horse reporter here. No, uh, his name was Buckley. Bug, Bug Buckley, Bugley. No, his name was Buckley, and he was. They were like at this horse ranch. They were like, "All right, what's your experience on the horse?" And I was just like, "I've never done before." And they're like, "Okay, he's gonna go on Buckley." Yeah. <laughs> 
Buckley like wakes up. He's like puts out oh, his cigarette. Yeah. Oh no, Buckley it was, it was, puts out his yeah. cigarette. You, finishes his beer. You choke. Beer. You joke. You are inches away from what Buckley actually did. And then I was like, Oh, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on the slowest horse here. And the guy's like, Yeah, Buckley's pretty lazy. <laughs> Like just humping it out till his pension vests. Yeah, Buckley. Oh, Buckley really was marking the days off on that calendar till retirement. You're on him. He's like checking his phone. Yeah. Well, hold He's on, like, hold like, on. What are you reading, Buzzfeed? Why? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm at bored. work. What else am I supposed to do? It's like you've got to be a '90s horse if you remember these things. Yeah. Buckley's doing a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> what are the what? famous 90s horses? Well, there's Horse Daria. <laughs> I love the idea of Buckley being like, huh? You're <laughs> like, Buckley, you're up. What? He's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm so fucking hungover. Comes out of the trailer. I think he'd be excited. I think he'd be like, huh? What? Put me in, coach. <laughs> Yeah. Old Buckley's still got some life left in these legs. Where are we going? Over there. Are you sure? <laughs> Wait till you see those shrubs. Where are we going? Oh, in a circle? Like we always do? Okay. <laughs> Fast or slow? Slow? All right. Oh, always slow? <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> I don't get to race anyone. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, have a, I have a quick question. When am I done? Buckley, you haven't started yet. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right. It's like, eh. Just like, um, well, okay, you know? yeah. Well, let me just send this text. Yeah, boss riding my ass. Other guy literally riding my ass. <laughs> riding my ass, yeah. FMH. <laughs> FML, not FMH. What is that? Fuck my horse? <laughs> I truly thought it was fuck my horse. Oh, I thought it was shake. Oh, you know what? I, I was going to shake say my SM. head. SMH, FML. Mm -hmm. Shaking my horse, <laughs> F my life. Or why not S-M-M, shaking mm -hmm. my mane. Shaking my mane's good. Shaking my damn mane. <laughs> S-M-D-M. <laughs> shaking my damn mane. I-M-H-O, in my horse opinion. <laughs> that one's the same. Yes. That's a perfect, a perfect answer to this question. 90 points for all the famous 90s horses. All right. Excellent. Next question. What is an otherwise good song that no one should ever sing at karaoke? Maybe like Fairy Tale of New York mm -hmm. uh, or Oliver's Army. The ones that just have like the N -word. horrible oh, yeah. words in yep. them that you're just yep. like. Delivered by white people. Yeah, yeah exactly. In the 80s. Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, they can say it. No, they 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 can't, yeah, and they no. shouldn't have. Well, it was then, still. Mm -hmm. But we're here now. Yeah, like, we're, we're not in the recording session. You actively chose. We have a book that has 300,000 <laughs> songs in it, and you had to choose one that has the N-word in it. Or the F-word. <laughs> if yeah. Elvis Costello yeah. were here, he wouldn't sing this song right now. Yeah, he exactly. Wouldn't. I saw him recently. He did not sing that part of the song. In concert. He held out the mic and made you sing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's he great, He held out yeah. the mic and he made everyone in the audience pass it around and say it over and over again. You're like, he was like, and then at the end he was like, this was a test. Everyone who said it has to leave. <laughs> and then he has to leave first, though. Yeah. Because he wrote it. That's his fault. That's on Elvis. It's on Declan. 
This is a great answer. I think that will be 35 points in honor of Duet 35, which is a place that I like to do karaoke in Manhattan. Just two more questions now. Next question, the penultimate question. What is a fashion trend that you're seeing now that I should steer clear of no matter how popular it gets? I don't know. I I, I could picture you wearing one of those varsity jackets with all the Looney Tunes characters on it. I think that would not be a good look for you. Yeah. Necessarily. I <laughs> I do feel like I've I've gotten out of the woods on trying that, but I feel like listening to a lot of Cameron in like 2004, I could be like, this could be for me. <laughs> and then uh-huh. $300 and the derision of every teenager in, in sight later, I'd be like, this was not for me. Well, I like those because they're really expensive. <laughs> because usually like you'd be like, oh, I want like a cartoon character on something I'd wear and be like, here's a t-shirt with fucking Mickey Mouse on it. Why don't you go suck your own dick? (laughs) (laughs) But this is like, ooh, this is real leather and like, look, Taz is embroidered. (laughs) Here's a question, speaking about about Looney Tunes. What does Foghorn Leghorn want? (laughs) Because I think Bugs Bunny wants to be left alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like, Daffy just... I think also to some ex- to some extent wants people to leave him alone or just like get out of his way. Right. I mean, Elmer Fudd has very clear wants. Um, Pe- yeah, yeah, exactly. Pepe Obviously, you know, Coyote wants. But like, right. But like Foghorn Leghorn, like what's his ideal day? Because like things get in his way a lot. Like there's horny old women that keep wanting him to, you know, fuck them. <laughs> but like, what does he want to do? Like beat up on that dog? <laughs> I think he's pretending... He wants to be left alone, but he just wants attention. He's like one of those people. He just okay. wants he just wants to hold court and uh-huh. for you to listen to him okay. explain his day and what bugs. He's just like he just right. he would be the there's a, you could make a case that Foghorn Leghorn is the first podcaster <laughs> in terms oh. of where he's just talking and talking and talking, and you're just mm-hmm. like are you saying anything here? Like, yeah. Like he's like the first. He's like the like the Corolla Rogan style podcaster where they just like like uh-huh. they talk for like five hours straight and you're about like every subject, but then you like know less than you did when they started in a way. <laughs> like you feel dumber. Right. He's vain and he wants attention and he wants to hold court. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. This answer is actually worth 300 points because of how expensive I assume one of those jackets is in dollars. (laughs) One of those varsity jackets. Final question. It's always dicey when someone bases their personality around being a fan of like an artist or a movie franchise, but what is the absolute biggest red flag of fandom as personality? I would say, as a fan of Stanley Kubrick, Mm -hmm. I would say Stanley Kubrick fans... Uh, you should you should consider running if somebody <laughs> is a fan. And I love his movies a whole lot, but that is a that is a road to go down. <laughs> and I am as somebody who's on the road, <laughs> get off of it. I like turn back around to people coming up the road behind me. It's like go back. Don't, don't. <laughs> you don't want to see what I'm, who I'm behind. <laughs> a guy in a clockwork orange bowler. It's a never-ending quest with uh, Kubrick fans that mm-hmm. there's no finish line on that. Right. That's strong. I don't know. Is that, does that make sense? Answer. 
It makes a ton of sense. And I'm one of them. I'm not judging others. I get it. <laughs> a great answer. Your score is 69 points uh, in Ooh. honor of the year of... Nice. Oh. <laughs> in honor of the year of Stanley Kubrick's greatest film, The Moon Landing. The first time he 69'd <laughs> In honor of the first time Stanley Kubrick 69'd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was like, oh, he, what, what, is, what did he sound like? Like British, like a uh, like Hitchcock British, or like yeah. no, he what sounded like a New York like? guy. I thought he was a British guy, no, or he just lived in Britain. No, he was a he was a New Yorker. He who was a New Yorker to, who, who just got out of the yeah, he just moved mm-hmm. to England, and never came back. But his daughter. When you hear him in much. interviews, he's just like a Brooklyn he's guy like, hey, talking. He's like, forget about it. He's like, oh, so I'm on the <laughs> hey! set of. I'm trying to make the shining I'll, up in like, here, give and me then take number twenty thousand and three. <laughs> Shoot it again. I'm Do driving Shelly yeah, Duvall out of her fucking bitch. mind. Her hair's yeah. falling out in clumps. I'm like, hey, that's the pot, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he sounds like Dice. Basically, (laughs) he sounds like Stanley Dice Kubrick. I'm shooting Barry Lyndon, and this chick walks in, (laughs) and she's like, "I thought I could go and do the scene through the doorway." Clay doing women is so funny because it's like, have you ever heard a woman? Have you ever met a woman? Like the funniest thing I've ever heard when he's just like, I go to. The Rockefeller Center with my chick. She's like, I want to see the Christmas tree. It's like, you'd probably take her to the hospital if she sounds like that. She's like a 600-year-old man. I I don't think she's well. I love Stanley Dice Kubrick still. Stanley Dice Kubrick might be. Hickory dickory dock. That dog person was sucking my cock. (laughs) By the way, I learned something recently about, because I always like to ask people, like, what do you think is the scariest part of The Shining? Or what do you think the scariest shot is? And to me, it changes a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there's so many, like, disquieting elements. But every man I've asked always says that blowjob thing. (laughs) And to me, I was like, really? Like, that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's really funny. And I know that, like, look, if there's a push-in, there's a music sting, obviously, like, but there's the same thing on that with Red Rum, but that doesn't seem to bug them as much. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a guy thing. They're like, oh, like, imagine looking down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Oh, not a dog mask. No way, buddy. You don't know behind that dog. It could be Rova himself. <laughs> I don't even know what a that dog accent was when I said Rova. God, I'm bad at characters. <laughs> no, this is good. No. Is it? I think so. Yeah. This was perfect. I <laughs> What a wonderful way to close out the game of Worst Things First. An incredible round of gameplay, both of you. That brings your final score to 553 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Just incredible work overall. Unprecedented stuff. You each receive a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? I'm going to choose God's Love We Deliver here in New York City. Oh, that's City. great. So New Yorkers who are homebound can get some good food delivered to them locally. And then I'm going to match that donation to an animal charity just because 
I like humans fine, but <laughs> yeah. whenever I give whenever I give to human charities, I'm like, let's just make sure our four-legged friends know that like I'm not like completely sold on the human race. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still feeling it out. So I'm gonna give a hundred bucks to uh, the ASPCA of my own money. I think that's so generous to, to Buckley's retirement fund. Yes, I'm gonna get <laughs> gonna buy Buckley hundred dollars worth of carrots. Yeah. And apples. It is Rosh Hashanah, by the way. I wonder if Buckley knows that you can eat as many apples as you want on Rosh Hashanah. I'm going to give it to the Jewish Horse Foundation. Look, the answer is God's lovely deliver, and I'm giving money to the ASPCA separately, which has nothing to do with the show. It's basically just me bragging, so I'm going to shut my mouth It's now. very nice, and I appreciate it. And I'll, it I'll, I'll post the, the links so that other people can, if they're so moved as well. Tom? I will do the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, which is a, a place that I volunteer, have volunteered at, and I support. And I will also match the money to them. I will stick with just humans today. Wow. <laughs> Take that, Buckley. Interesting. Buckley, uh, <laughs> what would Buckley say? I think he'd say a little something. If Buckley was in The Shining, I think it might go a little... He go here's Buckley. <laughs> oh, the door would come down a lot easier if Buckley was in the shining. <laughs> and instead of being scared, Shelly Duvall would be delighted. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> a beautiful horse. Yeah, she beautiful ridden, horse. You could have rode Buckley on out of there. Finally, for today's show, are the pep talks every week. Myself and my guests each give a pep talk to a, a person or a group that we think needs it or deserves it at this moment, I'll go first. My pep talk is for sweatpants. The air is getting cooler and crisper by the day. And this year, nobody's reaching for slacks that you require a belt or, if you're my dad, suspenders to hold up, if they can avoid it. This year was made for you, sweatpants, because after what we've all been through, we need a little softness and warmth and an elastic waistband also, because many of us have been letting our bodies just do whatever, and that's fine. And yes, people have talked a lot of trash about sweatpants in the past. They are the official uniform of giving up, but that's not the whole truth. Sweatpants are also the official garment for settling in, whether it's for a long winter or a day of work from home meetings where you only have to look presentable from the waist up. Sweatpants, you're warm and cozy. You get more comfortable over time. You demand so little of our bodies and you do so much to accommodate them. This winter, we're all going to need a little extra gentleness and you're just the pants for the job. Tom and Julia, I would love to hear your individual or group pep talk uh, in whichever order you please. Well, I'll just do a quick pep talk then for uh, people whose smile is their best feature <laughs> and they can't show it. It's okay. You got nice teeth, nice smile. Everything's hidden under a mask. Can't show it. Your eyes don't exactly do this talking like to express yourself with your mouth. Someday you'll get to show your mouth again. Hang in there. Draw a mouth on your mask. How about that? <laughs> you'll get through this. Anyway, anyway, you got nice teeth. Think I got all these wrinkly teeth that think I'm happy? But you and your perfect choppers? No, I'm not. So, just now you know what it feels like <laughs> to not want to open your mouth. The end. That's perfect. Not as much of a pep talk. Not so much of a pep talk as a screed, <laughs> yeah, but it was close. A thinly veiled threat almost. <laughs> yes. Exactly. 
I liked it. I think it was almost more of a pep talk to the people you weren't talking to. Yes, I think so. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And Julie, uh, take us home. I want to give a pep talk to the woman who works at Michael's that I saw this afternoon helping someone who was looking for styrofoam balls. You're doing a great job. You're helping people find styrofoam balls. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Simple and to the point. And I, I hope she hears this. It would be amazing if she listened to this podcast. It would be yeah. amazing if she She's got her headset this. on. Yeah. As she's restocking the shelves. Yeah. She starts crying. She knew her inventory and she was very positive and very helpful and very energetic. And I was impressed by her verve and moxie and commitment to making sure people were being helped. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. That's been our show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you again to this week's champions, Julie Klausner and Tom Sharpling. Julie and Tom, where can people find you and your work? They can listen to our show, Double Thread. It comes out every Monday on the Forever Dog Network. Wherever you get podcasts, you can search for Double Threat. It's me and Tom and sometimes we have guests and it's a fun show where the two of us have fun and we make each other laugh and that's the goal of it is just to you know be goofballs and talk about stuff that's funny yeah we have a good time and then you have a good time listening to us have a good time and the good times just keep going it's great it's a great show Listeners, if you're listening to this now, you probably already listened to uh, Double Threat, but if you don't, you should. If you have your own answers to this week's game, Worst Things First, you can tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman. Don't bother Tom and Julie, they're busy. I'll, of course, put information on social media for God's Love We Deliver and the Community Food Bank of New Jersey and the ASPCA. This was so wonderful. Thank you. Well, that's all the Make My Day for today. Thank you once again for listening. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a huge help to the show if you have a second to rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. Hold up. 